Hey everyone, and welcome to another Yogi Misfit session. I am Danny Pomploon, and I'm your host. Today we have Peter Walters on the show. Peter, welcome. Thank you, Danny. So nice to be here. I'm so glad to have... Dr. Peter Walters, is that you? (laughs) It's me. (laughs) For everyone listening in, uh, Peter, (laughs) a long time ago... Used to have his Instagram handle. It used to say Doctor Peter Walters. So I've just going forward. I've always been like, is that is that Doctor Peter Walters? <laughs> but do you know why? Do you know why it was Doctor Peter Walters? No, actually. Why don't you enlighten us? Well, I was I was an EMT back in college, and uh, so I'd run around campus wearing my my cool little outfit, and people were like, "Oh, Doctor Walters," and uh, <laughs> it kind of stuck, I guess, somehow, and became my Instagram handle and. People would just call me Doc and Doctor, and I was like, I'm, I'm not, a, I'm not. A, they're like, What are you a doctor of? I'm like, Well, I'm not, I'm not really. So it's false advertising, is what you're saying? Yeah. So I changed it. Now Peter Walters <laughs> Yoga. <laughs> so for those of you listening in, Peter is a yoga teacher here in San Francisco. Um, he teaches Bhakti. He uh, was a student of Rusty Wells. And I think you teach at you teach at Yoga Flow and a couple other places. The Pad. Where else are you at? I teach at Glow Yoga and Equinox. Oh wow, you're all over the. You sound like me. You're like fifty million yeah. places. I know. If we got to run around. <laughs> so Peter is uh, Peter is uh, awesome. He's pretty rad. He's uh, he's a fun guy. He's got a great personality. We uh, we were actually like social media friends before we actually became friends. Friends mm-hmm. and. Um, yeah, and then one time he he sent he sent me like a message on Facebook and was like, "Let's go, let's let's go hang out." So we went and got froyo, and I would say it was pretty much love after that, right? I'd say so. And then what was our next interaction? Was it training with Jason Crandall? Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah, we were at the uh, we were at the training together, and it was great. Yeah, yeah. I, so I would say, but, but good stuff, Peter Walters, Doctor Peter Walters. <laughs> So Peter, I'm stoked to have you today, and um, yeah, let's get uh, let's get right down to it. So, why yoga for the doctor, Peter Walters? <laughs> why yoga? Um, this is going to be one hell of an episode. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it was uh, it was definitely never an intention to to teach or even practice yoga. Um, my love story with yoga sort of started um, from from a girlfriend who who said. You need to come to this yoga class, and uh, and I was sort of a regular gym grower, uh, you know, pumping iron, bench pressing, squatting, cleaning, all that. And I was really happy and getting big. She's like, "Come to this yoga class," and I was like, nah, "No, thanks." And <laughs> she kept on inviting me, and I was like, mm, "No, thanks." And then one day she was like, "Just come, you'll love it." I was like, "Okay, okay." So uh, I went to Rusty Wells's, I think level two, three class one Wednesday evening and you know I walk in and and it feels really electric it's an energy that I'd never experienced before there was about 150 people in the room everybody's eyes are glowing you know you walk in there and you start sweating immediately and then you know we sit down and they asked us to close our eyes and all these things I'd never really done before Um, deliberately I'd close my eyes but not in this context and then you know, the drums start, the chanting starts, and I'm like, what the heck is going on? Like, what is this language? What are we saying? I just had no idea, and it all felt felt so weird at first. And then I 
I kind of let go and just said, okay, let's, let's have this experience. Um, and then, you know, they start tying us into pretzel shapes and I'm pouring more sweat than I'd ever thought possible. And by the end, by Shavasana, I was, you know, soaked in a layer of sweat I, I'd never experienced before. You know, I wrestled in high school and I never felt that much sweat before. And, and I was crying, you know, and I, I didn't know what was happening. It was so, um, you started crying in class. Yeah. By the end of class, by in Shavasana, I just started kind of bawling. Wow. Uh, and, I, and I haven't cried in years. So I, I realized something potent had happened. And, um, and you know, Rusty is, uh, he has an infectious energy and, um, he had so many qualities that I admired in a person. Um, and I was like, whatever, whatever he's doing, I want that. So I just, I kept on coming to class almost every day for, um, a few years until I, I decided that it was time to take a training and just see what was on the other side. So that's how the, the love story with yoga began and continues until this day. I love that you call it a love story. Yeah. I mean, it, it feels like that, you know, it's the, the practice has been with me through, uh, you know, personal love stories and so many changes in my life that, um, it, it really, it really did feel like falling in love. It, it's like, uh, <laughs> it's sort of a partner or a mirror who shows you everything about yourself. Oh and, yeah. And, which, which is awesome and also scary at the same time. Absolutely. Yeah. And, and you know, like any good partner will do, they sort of act as a rock through the trials and tribulations that are life. You know, they, they sort of remind you to to breathe and and stay cool, and that's what yoga does for me. It, it's um, it's a daily practice when I teach and when I practice to sort of come back to center. Peter, you're like my little love story. You're you're like my little <laughs> yoga rock. <laughs> oh, that's so sweet. <laughs> so when did you? Well, actually, let's 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 rewind a little bit here. What um when you did your first training was it with Rusty or? Yeah, my first training was with Rusty. Okay. And then you started, te- did you start teaching immediately after that or did you take some time away or? So I was in the middle, I was currently working for my father's startup food company in San Francisco, um, running marketing and, and social media and we had a campus rep program. So after, Rusty's training was just 100 hours. So after that, I just started teaching to coworkers and we worked in this big co-working space. So I taught to, um, anybody who wanted to come, just free yoga a couple times a week. And we were in this back storeroom just covered with boxes. And I brought in these little fake candles and tried to make it a sort of a sacred, <laughs> calm environment for people who had been at a desk too long. Right. And that was, that was my introduction. So I did that for about a year, um, at which point I kind of just got over sitting at a desk and um, you know selling things. Right. So I... Uh, I told my dad, I love you, but I have to leave. So I quit and uh, went with my girlfriend to India where we stayed and lived for six months and, you know, dived deeper into to yoga and meditation and pranayama and really got into a healthy daily practice and rhythm that, um, that sort of brought me to, I don't know, some sense of what yoga began as. I feel like so, every time I bring someone on the show, like I learn, I mean, I feel like I know, uh, you know, well, not, okay, not everybody super well, but like, 
I know you, and I had no idea that you were in India for a while and that you actually studied and, and did some stuff out there. This is like news to me for sure. That's awesome, yeah. man. Yeah, and it was uh, so that was that, that was the beginning of a year of travel and um, just sort of trying to peel away layers of um, I don't know all the layers that we accumulate throughout life, li- living not so deliberately and intentionally, the habits that that aren't really serving us, and um, recognizing um, certain things about ourselves that that may have been hidden under. Drugs, alcohol, addictions, um, uh, ego, whatever. You know, I started peeling away layers, um, and and uh, and when I came back, I, I figured out that it was time to at least try teaching teaching yoga full time to not be at a desk my whole life. I was gonna I was gonna say when you were talking about drugs and alcohol and addiction i'm like i know nothing about that awkward awkward silence (laughs) totally you know i mean it's it's um pick your poison you know for me it was marijuana for over a decade and cigarettes and you know just years and years of, of doing that and and just succumbing to these very base sense pleasures and i think uh sort of Hiding from the present moment, you know, hiding from emotions, hiding from what was directly in front of me and kind of screaming my name. But um, pot became such a comfortable, beautiful escape um, when life got challenging and um, I didn't want to face things. So, yeah, and, and it's, um, yeah, it was pot while, while um, I'm past it now, it was, it was a wonderful teacher. So, you know, like everything, we, we can thank these experiences and the people and the addictions even for showing us the way. Yeah, I agree. If I mean, if it wasn't for, uh, for you know, I, I'm pretty open about my uh, my addiction. I <laughs> like you, na- you name it, I pretty much did it. Mm-hmm. Um, if it wasn't for that, I would have never, you know, that was my that was my gateway into yoga. I had uh, I had a really bad, you know, spill and and uh, like, yeah, I I had some stuff happen in life and I, I couldn't handle it and I did the best that I could and drugs and alcohol got me through most of it. But, you know, towards the end, it got really rocky and someone was like, you've got to do something and you can't do this anymore. Mm. You know, I was I was going to uh, say originally when I had asked you to be on the show, we were going to um, I was thinking about talking about chanting with you just because you uh, one, you you always give me a hard time that I don't chant and I always give you a hard time that you <laughs> like to chant mainly because it's uh it's fun, but I, I feel like you know you re- you touched a really good point, and I know you've described this to me personally, so I'm going to describe this to those listening. But you know, something happened to you, and something happens to you, like when you chant, you you crack open. Mm-hmm. And I love that that yoga was uh, was the thing that started to get you cracked open. You know, yeah. as 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 much as I I try to hold this big, you know, I I don't like to do these things, and and because uh, you know I, I don't want to be vulnerable. I actually pretty much, you know, I am. It just takes me a little while to get there. It takes me a while to get comfortable. And, and, you know, it's through yoga. I'm learning to be a lot more comfortable with it and just put it all out there. Me too. You know, and, and, and when I, you know, the first rusty class we were chanting and and it admittedly took me longer than one class to be okay with, you know, crying out the names of these Hindu deities, which I really had no connection to. And, um, the more I dove into the practice, the more I chanted these same things, initially not knowing who they were, what they meant. Um, it was 
it, it became just the act of singing out, like really just belting from my heart felt so good. I mean, I don't know about you, but when I'm in the shower or on my motorcycle cruising around, I'm just singing so loud. You know, it, it makes me feel alive and fully awake. Um, this and, is why I love you. You know, and, 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 chanting, and chanting does the same thing. And, and the more I, I sort of started learning and, and practicing with other teachers and, um, you know, saying, okay, well, who is Shiva? What's Shiva about? You learn that all these deities that we sing to are aspects of ourself, um, aspects of any human life, you know, that is the teachers that that bring us into experiences, the teachers that sustain us through experiences, the teachers that challenge us and remind us that life is temporary and short. And um, all these can be represented by different deities. So we sing out to these qualities um, to sort of say, help me get through this, um, take me to the next place, um, and just to make a joyful noise. Right. When you when you first started practicing and even even sometimes now this is this is something i, I want to get into a little bit with you did you ever feel like classes were uh let's say like i i felt like the couple maybe and maybe when i first started and sometimes now some classes were like really serious and you know i i think that you know yoga can one be intimidating because it can be seen as a very serious thing but i think you know and and even just Whoever's listening to you right now, they can they can tell that you're joyful and you're a really happy guy. And you know, what would you say about like actually, you know, like bringing some like some playfulness and and bringing that joy into uh, into like uh, into the serious tone of a of a classroom? Sure, I mean that's 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 where I came from. Um, well, two things. I mean that's that's sort of what who Rusty is. Rusty is playful. He's sweet. He's loving, and and he'll he has this really wonderful balance of um, simultaneously teaching with discipline, heart, humor, and joy. And, and that's how I began. And, um, and after, you know, from practicing with Rusty for a while and going to other teachers, I saw that other folks didn't really do that, you know, that they taught very clearly sometimes, um, very deliberately and in, in a sort of a strict way. Um, and, it didn't speak to me, you know, it spoke to my body in some ways, like, ooh, this, this alignment. Um, but I didn't feel joyful. I didn't feel connected to the people around me. Um, you know, I, I often say that I, I encounter and practice with so many incredible teachers, but I don't necessarily resonate with them all. I see that they're all incredibly talented, skillful, well-studied, um, but I don't have that deep human connection that that some of my own teachers have inspired in me and, and that you know, that we're creating experiences for people that are helping them see more clearly, helping them wake up, um, helping them feel a sense of love, you know, and um, I guess I'm, I always have been sort of a joyful, playful, silly person. Um, and, and it, and it's always made sense to me to bring that into my yoga classes. And how do you specifically bring that into, I mean, two part question, actually, how do you bring that into your class as a student and then how do you bring that into your class as a teacher when you're when you're you know delivering yeah i mean as a teacher i i repeat the same horrible jokes most of my classes <laughs> <laughs> generally pretty confident that they can elicit 
at least a smile from people. Um, sometimes laughing, sometimes. What's your favorite horrible joke? I don't know if I want to. I don't know if I want to share them. I like. I kind of would hope <laughs> people will come to my classes and get to experience them. <laughs> Can we get like a little taste, just like a tiny, teeny taste? Well, I mean, I think it's, it's. I think a lot of yoga teachers now use the same jokes. Like you put them in plank or utkatasana and say, "Okay, so we're just going to stay here for five, ten, one hour," you know, and just. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. One of those, or um, you know, when they're in triangle, be like, "Raise your hand if you love this." Right. Um, you know, mostly stupid jokes, but um, they have a way of cracking. Uh, Cracking a serious face or a frown or sure, uh, a sure. really tight jaw. Yeah. So, um, you know, humor and joy for me is very purposeful uh, to pull people out of their heads, back into their body, back into the present moment experience. What about when you uh, when you go in as a as a student? How do you find that playfulness in your class um, when you're when you're practicing? Yeah, you know, I just I sort of try to remember the things that I say in my own classes when I'm teaching. Uh, I'll be an ukatasana and I just put on a big grin because <laughs> it's just, hard because I just otherwise okay. I'm gonna frown and just furrow my brow and tighten my jaw. So I I you know I do what I preach. And, You're just uh, cracking yourself up in class. Yeah, kinda. <laughs> and That's then, awesome. You know, I see people next to me. You know, when you like you either flip your dog or you you open your hip when you're in, in down dog. I like I'll tickle the person next to me with my toes sometimes and <laughs> you know get, get some weird looks. I just try to I just try to get a rise out of people sometimes and you know some people it, they freak out a little bit but other times you know people they smile I love I love just helping people smile more. Yeah, I agree. I think sometimes, you know, you know we when we teach we can we got we do it so much that we got to keep ourselves entertained one way or another. Yeah, exactly. That's awesome. I think I I think it's it's nice to to you know, there's there. It's nice to have an approach like that where you can just, you know, bring, uh, yeah, just joy and playfulness into a class, and it doesn't always have to be serious. And you can, you know, you can show up and and just, you know, really have a good time. Although sometimes, and I'm not saying by all means, I think sometimes having a serious class is what you need, and other times having a really joyful class is what you need. And I think you can actually find both mm-hmm. in the same class. I totally agree, and and. Uh, it's not like the whole class where you know we're giggling. I I think I I try to create a healthy space for people to, um, you know, dive deep into the, deep into their practice, deep into the present moment, deep into whatever they're experiencing, and and not necessarily needing to change it to, you know, they could be in a very challenging pose, and it doesn't mean I need to say okay, let's let's laugh and giggle right now to to take you out of that moment, um, right? But it's it's to remind them at certain times to not take themselves or the practice so seriously. Right. Um, you know, the practice itself, I think, was designed to um, help us cultivate discipline and strength and, you know, tapas, austerity. Um, and that's always been, I've, I've never been an incredibly disciplined person. So for me, the bigger challenge has been to bring more discipline um, into my own teaching and practice. So I'm, I'm still trying to work out how to keep it fun and playful and sweet, but also, um, you know, focused and and a place where people can explore the whole range of emotions and sensations that the practice offers. That's one of the reasons why I, you know, one of the reasons that drew me into yoga was the tapas, and then I realized it wasn't food. 
<laughs> I love that. Speaking of cheesy jokes. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one. <laughs> Peter, you're a busy guy. You got uh, you got some fun stuff. <laughs> I couldn't hold back, man. <laughs> you had to. You had to. If you were going to throw some flavor in that one, I was going to. I'm glad you did. <laughs> You've got a uh, you've got some stuff going on. You've uh, you're a teacher full time in San Francisco. Um, I know you've got a retreat coming up in Hawaii, which um, I'm super jealous and and may want to go at the same time. It's you called so- uh, Song from the Heart, right? Uh, Song of the Heart uh, flow. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I have no idea what it's called. It's on my. It's, ret- it's on my it's, website though. G- got it. Got it. So <laughs> if uh, if people wanted to find out more about you and if they wanted to uh, to go take uh, one of your classes and experience a little Peter Walters, uh, where would they go? Um, there's this new thing. It's uh, it's called the internet. So you open up the computer. Uh-huh. You click on one of these things at the bottom. It's either Safari, Firefox, Chrome. One of those. It brings up the internet. Wait. So you have to. You have to go into a jungle and then find a fox that's on fire. Yep. Well, with a web. Got it. Yeah. Okay. And then you use the Chrome that's on on. Uh, you go on the internet and go to www.peteryoga.com and you'll peteryoga.com. Yeah, it's super easy. Oh, I love that website, Peter. That's a great name. Thank you. Actually, I think I believe you gave that to me, didn't you? <laughs> yes, I did. <laughs> I also own like four domains. So if you do Peter Walters Yoga, PeterWalters.org, you'll find me. Awesome. And then you have your retreat coming up. Do you have any workshops coming up at all? Or? Um, I'm in the midst of planning something in Reading, which is a few okay. hours from San Francisco. That'll be early in the new year, so not for a bit. Um, I do stuff with Nat Kendall often. We do either Kirtans or Kirtan Flow classes. Oh, yeah. Um, he's coming on the show next week. Fantastic. So we might have something coming up. Um, if you're lucky, he might get me to chant. I hope so. I bet he will. He's good <laughs> like that. He gets... Nat, Nat is so he's so amazing at giving people permission to to chant and to explore places that they wouldn't have otherwise explored and um, yeah you'll he'll get you chanting I know it <laughs> awesome well I I think I feel like we should do something because our, our, if anything it should just be like a ba- a banter <laughs> the Danny and Peter yoga class show I think that's a great idea you know what we could um, do we could like we could go to no that's not a very good idea. Okay, what it's was a funny it? idea. No, so you know how continue. like they have sports commentators at at um at uh, at sports games, right? We could do yoga commentating, but we'd have to I do would... it only with like yoga teachers. So they'd be they'd be okay with us judging them. <laughs> that as yoga. Look, there's, there's not Oh, supposed... that down dog's looking a little bit soft there. Let's lift those <laughs> hips up. Let's grip the fingertips a little bit more. Oh, there's the teacher coming over to adjust him. There she's going, pulling his oh hips up and back, rooting the heels down. <laughs> there we go, Utkatasana. You know, it's good. It's good. Stay with it, just five more breaths. Oh my god! Oh, he's keeping them there long. <laughs> hey, I warned everyone. This is going to be one hell of a show. <laughs> Peter, I can't thank you enough for uh, for taking time out and coming on the show today, and uh, and just just being you. I feel like your your personality and and you know that joy and that love and everything that you that you speak about is just it's so infectious and i hope that uh that everyone listening picks that up and and that goes and checks you out because you are definitely one hell of an experience and uh i think i think we need a lot more of you in our lives thank you so much danny likewise is there uh, is there anything else that you'd like to say to the listeners before we take off today mm, well 
you get a moment, take a breath and smile to somebody across the street who looks not so happy and and then continue on. Awesome. I love that. Until uh, the next session, guys, take it easy. Have a good one. And this is Peter and Danny saying goodbye. Goodbye. <laughs>